Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, today's guest. Oh, she's just throwing herself in right at the top. Good. No, but you know, that's not how we usually. But here's the thing. But make yourself at home, Bex. Making the. You're make, here's the thing. You're you're jumping in at the top of the show. You're sitting in my chair. I have literally, in the years we've been doing the show, never sat in this Jordan, chair. Why didn't you tell me that? Because I want you to be comfortable. You How long have you known Jordan? Well, here's the thing. Would he tell Jordan you that? For, he, you're right. He wouldn't tell me. Yeah. That. No. But here's I'm the accommodating. Thing. I'll just bring it up weirdly on the show. <laughs> for, Secretly for resent bubble, you. I sat in this chair. So That's I, true. So I got comfortable with this chair. No, and I want you gave a great performance in that. And I, you know, I want you to bring that level I of. Already sound like such an asshole. Cool. No, Act- doing our great. guest is actress, uh, writer, uh, improviser, interrupter. Um, <laughs> Al- Allison Becker from uh, Bubble and Parks and Recreation, many other venues that you may know her from. Uh, John Bon Jovi concerts. Yeah, everyone. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you for making yourself at home in Jordan's Thanks chair. Thanks for having me. I'm also not wearing pants. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening today. Sure, we had two sign- notable clothing situations. Number one, Jordan, you and I have a Jordan Jesse Go show coming up at SF Sketch Fest. We sure do. So we got together a little early to write a few gags mm-hmm. for the show. And as you know, Jordan Jesse goes pretty tightly scripted. We'll do one through just by the script and then we'll we'll brian will let us do a couple for us yeah it's the vince vaughn method of working and um in this case we're both vince vaughn yeah (laughs) but like vince vaughn mid-90s oh yeah we're not that bloated no we're not sadly i'm contemporary vince vaughn and jordan is jordan is dramatic actor serial killer vince vaughn yeah (laughs) do you want to be jurassic park 2 vince vaughn sure that's fun we're all picking a vaughn uh, so Jordan and I, Jordan and I, got together to write a few gags, and our producer yeah. Brian. I should say, we'll all, all three of us will be at SF Sketchfest. That's weekend, true. So get we those will. fucking tickets, assholes. <laughs> get those tickets. Don't oh, fuck he's this fired up. Because I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm, not chair. I'm in this grouchy. This chair and me have a weird connection. I would like to tell the listening audience that Please. all of the chairs are identical. That's true. It's not like it's a comfier chair. <laughs> Allison. But it has my stink on it. I so, want my own stink. Brian Fernandez was 30 minutes late for our writing. Mm, good. And yeah. Brian is a roast punk- him. Brian's a punctual man. He is. That's I, not so that's off-brand for him. Yeah. I don't need to I, I don't need to roast him. He's not a pumpkin seed, Jordan. He's a punctual man. <laughs> sure. He's a punctual. Dad. You know, the yeah. most famous thing you that everyone to... roasts, not a chicken. Yeah. You don't need to dunk on him. He's not an Oreo. <laughs> good one, Jordan. Thank you. You. I don't even have kids. Yeah, I get. Oh man, uh, gotta get a son. So I. So yes. Brian's about twenty-five minutes late, and I start getting worried because Brian's always on time. Sure, yeah. I texted Brian. You've heard about this hashtag LA Rain. I thought you were going to say you've heard about texting. <laughs> like, yes, we have, Dad. Have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, now, what's a Kimoji? <laughs> oh, I have not boy. heard of this hashtag, but it does not surprise me that yeah, it exists. So, you know, when it rains outside, everyone freaks out a little bit. And you know, normally it's it's unreasonable, but Brian texts me back. I texted Brian, like, are you okay? Are you coming or whatever? Mm-hmm. He texted me back. Yeah, sorry, running late, heading in right now. Had to stop at home for a rain emergency. 
My shoe got soaked. Mm. His That's shoe fair. got soaked. A deep, a deep puddle. Brian's half an hour late because of a deep puddle? Yeah, but you couldn't go through the rest of your day. If you were wearing, like, canvas shoes and mm-hmm. they were soaked, mm-hmm. that's your whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to worry about getting soaked. You came in in a ski jacket. I had a ski jacket. Lift tickets and all. <laughs> There's literally still lift tickets. Lift tickets them. from 2010 on Allison Becker's ski I'm jacket. I work done in my apartment, so all my clothes are piled on top of my bed, and I just grabbed the first jacket I could find, which was a ski jacket circa 2007. <laughs> that would be great if you came in, like, in a, like, Lil Devil costume, and you're like, "Sorry, first thing on my bed, my apartment's getting worked on." And, and then you're like, "Poke, poke, poke, poke." Yeah, that's true. It would be that would be a lot of fun. What was the second clothing emergency? The second clothing emergency was you only could find oh, a ski jacket color. with the lift. I, I think it looks I great. It's a fashionable ski jacket. It's, it's you look great, Ned Allison. I think again. I uh, thank you. I think like my mom would like it. <laughs> hey, your mom sounds your mom sounds very right. cool connie becker i don't know if that's your mom arlene arlene better than connie yeah i mean if you want to give me her number i'll give her a call yeah she would love that yeah is that uh, a reference to like a 70s soft rock song <laughs> so it, had, like... it had the cadence call of... me call me connie yeah um so uh, are you a regular skier um i used to be i haven't been skiing in Five years. How regular did you used to be? I used to go every a couple times a season. Really? Yeah, I lived in Switzerland for a little while. Ooh. Oh, should hey. I just leave because I'm done now? <laughs> uh, yeah, drop yeah. the mic. I uh, I went to high school in Switzerland for a couple years. So really? I like, yeah, I didn't, you didn't know, know that, that about you. Me? No. Um, what What were the circumstances? Why does one go to high school um, in Switzerland? My dad was doing work. She just for the wanted US. to learn about cheese. Yeah, sure. It's true. They eat a lot of cheese. Yeah, they eat so much cheese. And they ski and they make chocolate and watches. All of the stereotypes are true. And insurance. (laughs) Yes, and insurance. To be fair. Sure. Um, Yeah, so I did my freshman, sophomore year of high school in Switzerland. Huh. Do you speak Swiss? German? Is that what they? What is Uh, what? Italian? French? You're all right. They speak, uh, there's a French side and a German side. I was on the French side. So they speak half French, half German, and then there's little pockets where they speak a language called Swiss German, which is half French, half German, and then Swiss Italian, which is half French, half Italian. And it's a very tiny country, so it's a lot of languages. Sure. But I was on the French side in Geneva. How about that? So I speak, like, restaurant French. Okay. Because it's been a while. Yeah. I'm not going for a pun here, but do you do you miss it? Do you miss being Swiss? <laughs> do you, is there anything about it that you're like, oh, I, these, oh, the, ah, oh, the uh, Alps? I miss having, um, I went to an international high school, so my friends were from countries like all around the world, and I missed that. It was pretty rad. Yeah. Were most of their parents dictators and oligarchs? Some of them were. There were like, Whoa. there was like a straight up prince that went to my school. Um, there were like some 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 heavy oil money went to the school. Like they would just roll up in like a Lamborghini to school, and you were like, well, like, I was definitely like the poor kid at school. Sure, because you just came in a gondola. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just jump out. <laughs> um, but it was it was pretty rad. Got, am I thinking the got the 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 ski? No, you got it. Thing? Yeah, okay. like a, you were just yeah. like, wait, my joke didn't land. Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, you guys weren't you aren't still laughing, so that must not have been. I guess I was because the gondola is also a thing that they row yes. in along Italy. The they, they, yeah. they they punt with a pole. And yeah. it's also a dessert with um, raspberries. Just kidding, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I oh like, shit! You could have. <laughs> now that's a joke, Jordan. Yeah, no, nope. that's a fucking joke. The old fake dessert. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> the three rules of comedy. I couldn't keep it. I immediately had to be like, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I would have believed you. I would totally. I consider you more, far more sophisticated than I, I am. Have said so raspberry you... confit. Yeah, that would have sold, sold it. Conf- yeah. yeah, you're not gonna just just raspberries. Yeah, you're fine. You should. You could. You missed an opportunity to use your world famous restaurant French. Uh, you're right. <laughs> Bring it back, man. I we got. I have to see this restaurant French sometime. Yeah, I get get me uh get a couple drinks to me. Okay, a couple glasses of you know Bordeaux. Or Whoa, there Beaujolais. it is. There it is. There's that. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, we're, we're, we're a little late for this convo cause we're, you know, we're well into the new year, mm-hmm. but I don't think we've sufficiently unpacked our holidays on this show. That's true. I don't know. I mean, and people are, are waiting. They're, they're going bonkers. <laughs> they still have their Christmas trees and menorahs up cause they're just waiting to hear your stories. <laughs> right. like, we can't take them down until we hear the Jordan Jesse Go stories. Right. Exactly. The, the menor- holiday stories. The menorahs have caught the kitchens on fire because they will refuse to blow out the candles until we talk about our goddamn holidays that don't include Hanukkah. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. Did you guys celebrate Hanukkah? No, I, I celebrate Christmas. Mm. I kind of mm. salute Hanukkah. I give it a... Yeah, we all When I see it, it on the calendar, I'm like, yeah. way to go. Good work. Sure. Good work, Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> yeah. Way to be eight nights long. Did yeah. anything happen out of the ordinary? Uh, yeah. I, let's see. So I, you know, I'm, I go home to Orange County and spend it with my mom and stepdad and occasionally members of my stepdad's family. What does Bug do? Uh, Bug hangs out at the house uh, and sometimes she has a babysitter come. But, but a lot of times I, you know, will like do a day at mom's house and then come back. I don't love... Being in mom's guest room. No. It's a nice guest room. <laughs> the bed has literally, I counted, it has 10 pillows on it. And <laughs> one zero pillows. All decorative. None of them are functional. None of them are comfortable to lay Sounds on. like a bit from like King of Queens. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> like a marriage thing. Right, yeah. She he got goes, a lot of pillows. She got a lot of pillows. What do you need all these pillows for? All I need is a that's glass a, of beer and an old sweatshirt. That's I, a great Kevin James, by the way. Thank you. What's the deal What's, with pillows? What is the deal? I did find myself yelling at my boyfriend recently for putting his face on a pillow, and I was like, that's a decorative <sighs> pillow. And Fuck he was him. like, who are you? He's <laughs> like, I took off my makeup. <laughs> I used wipes. How, were, how many decorative pillows are on your bed? Uh, on my bed, none. On my couch, four. Mm. And they're not for not for laying. Wait, no. so if someone lo- lays down or lies down on your couch, whatever the grammar may be, right? Hard to say. And they put a face on a throw. You're opposed to that? On a throw, you can throw in the wash. That's why they call it a throw. Don't know. Another lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to believe that. I would have like told people that at parties. Um, I didn't fall for it because I knew uh, that a throw is a raspberry confit. (laughs) Oh, right, 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 right. I guess it's just like anything you can't wash, I tried to be uh, sensitive to, you know, how many, like, body parts you're putting on it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Does that, is that fair? It's a concern. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Have you ever, do you have any decorative pillows on your couches? I have, I have two decorative pillows on my couch, but I do lay on them. Okay. From time to time. What I do, this is what, Everyone at home do this for me. If you have a decorative pillow on your couch, take it and smack it really hard on both sides, and you'll be shocked at the amount of dust that comes out of it. No, I bet. You're it's right. disgusting. And I have, I mean, I've, I've got some, I mean, that thing's loaded with cat hair at my house. <laughs> it's probably. So I'm constantly getting all the, the, the dead skin cells off of it. Okay. 
But dust is nature's miracle. Dust is nature's miracle. You are correct. Thank mm-hmm. you. But I don't want to be have too much of it because then it loses its miracle status. There you go. <laughs> I mean, all of my decorative pillows, and I've got a fair few. Mm-hmm. How I, many would you say total? Just a guesstimate. House household wise. I mean, are we counting the sofa here in my office, mm-hmm. the sofa at my cabin? Mm-hmm. And the sofa at my home? All no, couches. To- I'm thinking just the home. Okay. Beds and couches in your in your home, your primary residence. What about occasional chairs that have yes, pillows count. as well? Yes. But not the actual cushions. Those don't count. Right. Five. Okay, that's a that's a respectable. My amount. mom has twice that many just on, on the guest bed. on the guest room bed. Anyway. What else is going on in the guest room? Is there a little desk? Uh, let's see. There is a little table with a TV that does not work. That tracks. Uh, Sewing nook? Does it do double duty at all, or is it just waiting for guests? An elliptical that she doesn't use anymore? Oh, no. You know, there's not any exercise equipment, but there is a lot of bric-a-brac. Like, maybe some, like, blinds that they bought and didn't like but have not taken back yet. Right, yeah. Stuff like that. So it's a it's a stuff room. So did the pillows play into your holiday story? Uh, no, no. Oh, I guess I'm describing maybe why I. You asked me what happened with what goes oh. what happens with the cat. Yes. And I, you know, would prefer to stay in my bed and not in the guest room. You're a normal human being. Sure. And the the I mean, and you're the, close enough. You can pop back home. Yeah, I can pop back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, but we you know we we spent. Um, you know, so we we had you know we had Christmas dinner, very nice, and when we went to see our like traditional, uh, our a traditional Christmas Day movie. What did like you have the, for Christmas? Like the Pilgrims went to see. You have a fine fat goose or fine fat goose, um, and then we went to see the movie Fine Fat Goose. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kevin James. <laughs> what movie did you? So okay, so that's always a little bit of a conflict for us because my family and you go to the movies. We go to the movies. Okay. Yeah, we go that's to a fun the theater. Tradition. It is fun. It's cute. My my mom loves it. I think my stepdad is not nuts about going to the movies, so she knows that me and my sister will be enthusiastic about it. Okay, so she can kind of drag him. Okay. Uh, so it's it's fun. My mom, uh, yeah, mom, mom loves to loves to check out the big screen. Mm. You know, you know, Gail. Mm-hmm. She loves to check out the big screen. And is she like, Jordan? Do you know that person? Do you know that person? <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm like, no, mom. I don't know Margot Robbie. <laughs> I took my daughter. I took yet my- soon though. <laughs> I took my daughter to see Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. Oh, did she love it? Uh, she did. She loved it entirely without without qualification. She loved it. Mm. Uh, completely unimpressed that I have been bowling with Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> completely unimpressed. Does Give not a few more does years. not understand that that has any consequences. She's like, well, he climbed to the top of Big Ben. Can you? Like, that's basically where she's at. Like, can you fly? Because Mary Poppins can. She's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fucking learn to fly, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Learn to fly, asshole. I believe Sorry. I can, I believe Sorry. I can fly, but the evidence suggests otherwise. <laughs> um, so we you know, the 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 holiday movie is always a little bit tough for us just because my family will not go see a Star Wars or comparable. They will not go to see like Whereas you will only see I will only Star see a Star Wars, Wars movie. Um, yeah, so yeah, they won't, you know, you can't just go to so what a were your Star options Wars. That So, day? boy, I mean, it's tough. I mean, we just have to find a middling costume drama because I think that is all my family wants to see. Right. 
Um, or we've had a lot of success with the Creed movies. We've been to see both Creed movies on oh, Thanksgiving, and we've so, like, loved those. That makes sense. You know what, Jordan? You told me to go see. I was worried that Creed Two would be bad mm-hmm. because I had loved Creed One so much. Yeah, Creed Otherwise One known as Creed. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think just just to guarantee your movie is success, put Somebody one after just, it. Yeah, do that, and they're like, "Wow, there's going to be a lot of these." Uh, I think I loved Creed so much. That I thought I there's no way I could like Creed two you know a different director, you know what for some reason they brought back Dolph Lundgren yeah uh, like I was like what is this for Jordan said you know I liked Creed two mm-hmm. and then I remembered that I liked Rocky Balboa. The one where Rocky comes back in his, like, 60s because of a computer simulation. Yeah. And, and his like, trainer says, uh, now we're going to build some hurting bombs. <laughs> oh. And, like, I, re- I th- thought back to how much I genuinely enjoyed the movie Rocky Balboa, which I saw in the theater. And you're like, who am I to judge? And was like, this is a three to three and a half star film for me. Uh, I was like, I guess I'll probably like Creed 2. Watched Creed 2. Guess what I liked, Jordan? Creed 2? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Creed 2 is good. I mean, it definitely does not, you know. I mean, one was so like, like, oh my God, they made one of these good again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, two's, two's a hoot. I mean, everybody involved is great. Um, so what'd you settle on? So we so was no Creed to see. We always saw we saw Creed 2 during Thanksgiving, so we had, I mean, it was, Pickens were slim, guys. Pickens were very slim this year. Jordan, can I tell you that this is my family dream? No one in my family, no one in my in-laws' family wants to go to the movies on the holiday. Yeah. yeah. Except for my father. But my father, my my father has other, my stepmother won't do it, yeah. et cetera. So it all falls apart. All I want, the presents are open. Yeah. We did it. Let's just go to the movies <laughs> so we 11. don't have to interact it's with each other 11. anymore. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a 20 uh, Boxing Day, as the Brits call it. We'll do Ooh. a Boxing Day movie. The day after, but not on Christmas. My mom would consider it sacrilegious. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. God God does not exist within these walls. Exactly. And she's pointing at a movie theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But she's doing it from her house, which is confusing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, our Christmas Day movies have included a lot of weird stuff just because, like, of the very narrow parameters. Like, but you're... it can't be too arty, you know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So, like, we saw... The Marigold Hotel. Like, I feel like they'd like the favorite from afar, but then up close they'd be like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, favorite is, would be way too weird yeah, for okay. them. We, we, like my parents would not know what's happening. Yeah, I had seen the favorite ahead of time, and it came up in our discussion, and my uh, my mom's like, well, maybe we should see the favorite. They're wearing she just, dresses. They, yes, she's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's looking at the ad in the yeah. newspaper. Because that is still my parents still look up newspaper or movie times in a newspaper. Oh, totally. <laughs> and, like, get judged on by the ads yeah. what to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, I think she liked the wigs, but then I, I warned her that it was a weird version of that, and then she believed me. So what'd you say? We saw Mary, Queen of Scots. Oh, I saw that. Well, uh, what'd you think? Um, I thought it had potential. Sure. I thought the you lead... know that it's already been made, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But I they do. put it's Mary, Queen of Scots one. So <laughs> okay, they can... um, remind me. I how mean, if they say... brought in Dolph Lundgren for number yeah, two, yeah, bring... definitely. Sure. How do you say the lead actress's name? Saoirse Ronan. Okay, Saoirse Ronan was amazing. Boy, wasn't it. she good? Yes, and yeah. I love Margot Robbie, but her character, not her fault, was just written too cartoony. I think. Sure. And, and they pretty... never. 
It was a real Queen Elizabeth hit piece. Yeah, and they never meet in real life, and then they never meet in the movie, really, except like behind a veil. Oh, they, they're behind some laundry. Yeah. They have I'm, a, I'm, sorry, spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> it was, I don't know, it was unsatisfying. Yeah, it is a, it is a like serviceable down the middle one of those. Yeah. Like the acting is maybe, uh, you know, a little bit better than, than usual. Yes. Uh, my mom had a very fun time. Uh, leaning over and pointing out to me which no. minor characters were from Downton Abbey. Oh, uh, yeah. He's from Downton Abbey. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> uh, we There was a, tr- a preview for the Downton Abbey feature film. Oh, I which hope it my comes mom out by next Christmas. Very excited about. Mm. Um, and so I think we liked, it was a good choice. We liked the movie, you know, but I think mainly what we liked, and I'm including my stepdad and my stepdad's daughter, who I've met five times. Um, he's a recent stepdad. Um, I think we all just really liked the long cunnilingus scene. The <laughs> long, long ass that. cunnilingus scene. Just uh, lady. That fucking guy. Yeah. You think he's a good guy because he's going downtown on her. He went out. downtown. And you're like, yeah, you Wait. got the man. And then he turns out not such a great guy. I don't mean to quote Aretha Franklin here, but who's munching who? <laughs> it's a slant. It's what's called a slant oh, quote. Oh, sure. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, Her late period hits who's zooming who. Sure. I think it's who's munching whom. Who, oh, thank oh, you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. England's longest reigning monarch. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, really, just I think I think yeah, we all like that. Yeah, those are always so fun with parents. I know, and I it just made me realize how I still am like am so am fucking embarrassed about sex stuff around my mom. Yeah. Like I can't. I have not become an adult um, in that way. My parents have still not given me the talk. <laughs> so you you I'm don't know waiting around for it. You don't know where babies come yeah, from. Yeah, trying to figure out. Wait, babies come from? Why are you talking about babies? We're talking about sex. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the what? Cabbage Patch Stork. Uh, yeah. Flower. What did you get your mom for Christmas? Oh, what did I get my mom for Christmas? I Oh, uh, my sister texted me a picture of a sweater. Great. Oh, I took the, my phone to Nordstrom. Great. Perfect. And I held up the phone to the Nordstrom lady. <laughs> and she says, we don't have that, but we can. I can find you one like that. Great. We got it. Huge hit. Huge hit. Huge hit. Did she wear it on Christmas? She I love when they wear it that did. Oh. Wore it to the movie. What kind of sweater were we talking about? A black cardigan. Oh, can never yeah. have too many black cards. She even thought it. She said, "This is cool." She thought it was a little Aww. cooler than maybe what she would have normally gotten. So Gale. I got some cool points. Is it Gale? Get a scale. Yeah. Uh, how about you guys? Holidays good. How much? How much box munching did you guys watch with your family? No box munching with the fam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Another great Kevin James sitcom. Yeah. Box munching with the fam. Um, I was in Massachusetts, um, where my brother lives, and it was delightful because I got to see his. A uh, wife and three kids and him, and my parents were up there too. Um, but my niece was patient zero for a stomach flu, a 24-hour stomach flu, yeah. and one by one we fell. <laughs> we fell. Sure. I, my dad and I actually made it all the way. He lives in Florida, and I'm in L.A., obviously. We made it, landed, and I, we were like, we're in the clear. And then as soon as I got home, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, it was only 24 hours, and it was – at one point I was like, just give it to me. Because when you're watching everyone else get it, you know right. you're going to get it. So I'm like, just – I just want to get this over with. Just cough into my yeah. mouth. 
Um, yeah, one by one. That was really the only eventful thing, but it was it was fun. Yeah. What's a Massachusetts Christmas like? Um, they live in a really cute little town that looks like a train set, like a Christmas train set. <laughs> oh, good. Like all the houses are from like the 1700s and it's very colonial and it was cold and we got little flurries, not full on snow, but little flurries, which I love. And yeah, it was delightful. All his kids are like, they're all really young and really cool. So they play ice hockey. So I went to some ice hockey games and they skateboard, and they're way cooler than me. <laughs> Sounds idyllic. <laughs> yeah, your, it really is idyllic. Your conception of coolness. They're so cool. Is... They're like jocks. They're like three, they're all 10 and under, and they're jocks, and I was yeah. never a jock. So the fact that my niece is nine and like wants to be an ice hockey coach when she grows up <laughs> and can like skate backwards and yeah. it's like the best one. No, that is cool. Do you not think those don't sound <sighs> cool, Jesse? Those sound like cool kids. Oh, it sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> What do you what would you, so, what do you think would be cooler? Black cardigan. <laughs> That's true. From Nordstrom. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a beret on top. Mm-hmm. They're each their own version of cool. Aren't we all our own version of cool? Mm, yeah. Mm, Maybe we're yes. all the coolest kid in school. Yeah. What did you guys get your moms? Moms are fucking tough, man. My mom is definitely my mom is definitely a I don't need anything. Oh, same thing. Mom whatever you do, I get this phone call every year. Whatever you do, don't buy us anything. But God, for I mean, what am I not going to buy something? Yeah, that's a trick. That is a goddamn trick. I got my mom a book that she wanted um, that is of a political leaning that I do not agree with. So it was hard for me to purchase the book. Oh, boy. I will say it was written by a somewhat moderate conservative, but still a conservative nonetheless. Um, like I wouldn't have bought her like a Trump book or something. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Art of the Deal. Yeah. I think all our moms got a no. nice hardback Art of the um, Deal for Christmas. But she wanted it, so I was like, all right, all right, all right yeah. come on. Um, I, if it fucks up my Amazon list, I'm going to really be pissed about it. <laughs> Boy, I one time, one time to write a comedy bit, looked up a Scientology book on Amazon. Oh. And they still think I want unlock your volcano brain of course why wouldn't they i don't know but i also got her some earrings okay and oh and a waving pope <laughs> why what, where do you get that like a little solar waving pope have oh. you seen the queen and the, they have a queen one and a, and a i have not one? i can picture it, allison yeah. how does that fit into your uh your mother's feelings about the sacrosanct christian oh my mother if it comes to the pope it's not sacrilegious okay like because i agree with you the logic does not track (laughs) i mean the pope is god's messenger here on earth right so he talks to the god directly yeah when my mom saw the pope she saw the pope twice and one of them not this one but the previous the polish one Mm -hmm. not the one now but the one before she touched him two popes ago two popes ago she touched him and i was there with her and she was like crying and I turned. So to you her were close I, enough to touch the Pope, but you did I not. I did touch not. The pope? I took a picture instead. Um, but m- I turned to my mom and I said the first commandment to her. Do you know what the first commandment is of the Ten Commandments? Oh boy, false thou idols. Shalt, yes, thou shalt not worship false idols. Wow. Because I was like, that's a human. Sure. And she was so pissed at me. Yeah. Um, and then later she. And then said you were like. <laughs> then you were like. He's your Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can worship all the false idols. I don't believe in it. Sure. Um, but he, my mom, that... Uh, it's a, a Bon Jovi years... side project, right? The false exactly. idols? Exactly. A few years earlier when my mom came to visit me in L.A., I took her to see Jay Leno. <laughs> Remember Jay Leno, guys? 
And he's my pope. <laughs> exactly. yeah. He's my pope. <laughs> my mom was also. We were in the. Front I think row. Jay Leno speaks to God. Exactly. And he comes out and he like shakes everyone's hand in the beginning who are in the front You're row. You're like seeing him do stand up. We were, we went to his show when he okay. was hosting the Tonight Show. Oh, okay. Um, and he like shook my mom's hand or whatever. And right after my mom touched the pope. <laughs> She said, and I quote, I can't believe I touched Jay Leno and the Pope in the same year. Wow. <laughs> She's got her like, priorities straight. How are those your top two? I mean, Connie's Jay Leno can really straight. sell a joke. He can really sell a joke. And so can Pope Benedict. What's the current I Pope? I remember which one. It was, it was the Polish right. one. I, they both have weird John cars. Paul, John Paul was Polish. Well, the other thing is the the Pope that I got her, the plastic waving Pope, it just looks like all the Popes. Like it's not, I can't tell which Pope. He's not is. identifiably Latin American, for example. They're all, no, they're all just like, because the one now is Pope Latin Francis American, is the current Pope, Pope. Francis, yes. But he's still fair skinned. Yeah. So they're all just like vaguely white-ish, bald and waving. <laughs> Are you going to start like secretly buying your mom like liberation theology books? That's what that's the path I I offer you. Francis is a liberation theologian. I know. I know. How did you because the new pope's got some hot takes, right? The new, the new pope, pope's got some hot takes. No He's hell. much more welcoming to LG, the LGBT community. Sure. Like really progressive for a Catholic pope, which is pretty amazing. Hmm. Does your mom is your mom cool with that? I think she I mean yeah, my mom's an anomaly. Her um, best friends are lesbians, mm. which I'm very proud of her for. But then she'll sometimes have some old-fashioned views on things that sure. I'm not so excited about. I knew a drag pope for a time. Oh, really? Mm. What yeah. was the name? He was, uh, I think he just, was, there's a thing in San Francisco called, the, the, they march in all of the, uh, in, in, all the ver- in all the parades, basically. Like, you'd think mostly the Pride Parade, but... <laughs> They all get the they get mm-hmm. their they work their way into all the parades and public gatherings called the Sisters of the Perpetual Indulgence, which great. is a group of drag nuns. Oh, great! Um, and uh, yeah, a guy I knew in in high school who was like I don't know, like a sort of uh, uh, the arts high school equivalent of a youth pastor. <laughs> he was like a leader in a like in like a youth group that I belong to. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had, he was just at a party one day, uh, somebody came up to him, said, you know, you look like, uh, Pope John Paul. He said, really? And they said, will you be the Pope and the sisters of the perpetual indulgence? We'll get you a mitre or whatever. That's and amazing. he was like, will I? Yes. Also, I just want to interject with a third wardrobe malfunction, which is I took my sweater off while still wearing my headphones. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm it's, there. Yeah. <laughs> now it's threaded now it's through the cord. Scooting along the headphones like a gondola. Gondola. Yeah. I'm using that right. We right? did it. That guy also knew Jombie from Pee Wee's oh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. So cool. he was really basically good. the like the, he, he was like he could turn his chair backwards and tell me anything. So he didn't have a drag name. No, I think Pope he was Francis. just Pope. I think he was just Pope John Paul. Or Pope John. I don't know if maybe he did have a special name. He probably is still it. I think he's still knocking around. He probably still looks like a uh, still looks popish, <laughs> if not like he this pope. That hat. I know it's a big hat. Yeah, probably a hat box. Although I don't know, right? Maybe two hat boxes. One's got a hole cut in the bottom, and you stack them on top of each That's other. Smart, pope Jordan. Hat in there. There. That's smart, Jordan. There you go. That's smart, Jordan. I've stored a couple of pope hats in my day. Yeah. I don't want to listen. I've I've lived. I've stored pope hats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what is what is Jesse? What does Judy get for Christmas? See, that's here's the thing. In my I can family, see, I I can see Judy might be tough to shop for. My father 
and brothers and stepmother at this point don't even send a card <laughs> oh boy which is not we're not estranged they just uh, they have a hard time finding stamps a kind of general alienation not okay. a specific well there's no hostility between me and any of those people we all love each other very much they're just not worried do you about send it. cards uh well we send like a i mean we send like a card but I, this but year i a- didn't I didn't do... You have a family. I feel like people with family send cards. Yeah. We send a, one of those family cards. Yeah. Um, you guys are all in uh, khakis on the beach? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. <laughs> khakis, matching sweaters. I got all these cousins that live between Los Angeles and San Diego, and mm-hmm. boy, are they all in khakis on the beach on their cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the bl- the gray starting to appear in the blonde. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, they all look great. Good looking people. Sure. Um, Sun-kissed. I... Uh, I, my mom, however, is a different story. Okay. My mom is has my whole life has been an antiques dealer, which means that she is at estate sales always and at the flea market every weekend, and so on and so forth. So we had to establish rules about how much stuff she could send us <laughs> in the mail. Like but we had I feel to, like that tracks with your aesthetic. Like on a cool day-to-day. So, okay. So here's the thing. So the pressure for – the pressure that my mom brings to bear on – is my mom is – it's too much stuff. So basically what happened is we, we shut we, – we, like, <laughs> we basically took the hose of things coming to our house uh-huh. from – and our house is not big and it's full. So this hose of things... You had to shut it down. We had to shut it down. But what instead we found was if you try to cut off the hose, Uh it Mm. just focuses the spray. (laughs) You know, it doesn't reduce the volume. It just focuses the spray. Sure, you got to turn off the nozzle. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we get... That sounds... That's what I know. As I said that, I'm like, it seems like I am am giving you a mobster wink, wink. If you need someone to uh, shut off the hose... I... And so, um, at Christmas, it all spills forth like Mm. a river, an ocean of gifts. What'd you get? My mom will give us... There's five members of my family. My mom will literally drive a car full of gifts down. Mm. And so it'll she's be like. them all year long? I'm talking, yeah, and saving them. Five gifts a person. Oh, that's sweet. And I, she, gives, she gives wonderful gifts, and uh, we always get wonderful gifts, but it, it really raises the stakes on what we give her. Right. And this year, we came, th- this year was the least volume, and you give her a nice little pin and a. And, and a second gift that, that my wife puts together. But the gift that my wife puts together is one of those photo calendars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my my wife, who is a basically a perfect human being, this is the greatest evidence <laughs> of how perfect she is. She makes she works so fucking hard on this calendar. And my wife does no time. There's no time in her life right. for anything. We have right. three small children. Our lives are a continuing rolling nightmare. And she she sits down and takes hours to lay out multiple pictures on each month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody gets their birthday month, has yep. pictures of them, yeah. pictures with Nana, pictures of the whole family, makes this whole fucking thing gorgeous, prints it out, sends it to my mom. And what's great about it, it undercuts everything. You can't. <laughs> 
Hmm. It's there's nothing more personal than that, that that involved a lot of hard work. Yeah, and a lot of and it obviates the need to match her, uh, you know, standard her her level of gift giving. You can't because you can't match that. A big problem is for my wife is that she knows my mom is going to give me five perfect gifts. And I'm kind of like this, too, because I'm at the flea market every week. Same thing. I mean, like, I'm also, as you said, really into nice stuff and always at the flea market and always at estate sales. And I'll be hoarding. I got a drawer here at the office where I hoard gifts for my wife. Yeah, your mother. It's fine. Uh, It's a good quality of my mother. Uh, And so I'll give my wife uh, a number of really nice gifts. And there's honestly, there's nothing to be bought for me. Like if you're not bringing to the table my mom's level of (laughs) shopping and and knowing my taste and having extraordinary taste herself and like working all year at it, there's really no way to give me a suitable gift. Like I I don't feel bad when anyone doesn't give me a gift because – same. Because I am so into stuff and, like, focused on what I might want or need. And I have my own store. And so... Yeah, you you don't need... Yeah, anything that I need, I can handle. Well, I do want to say this is probably partially Catholic guilt and partially just the truth. It's all the truth. But I would like to say that even though Jordan's mom... Well, even though your mom gives... Maybe too many gifts. And yeah. even though Jordan's mom doesn't like artsy movies, and even though my mom likes moderate conservatives, they're all lovely women. They are. And we love them very much. No. God, I love your mom. <laughs> I've been talking to her since you gave me her number. That's weird, Jesse. We've been talking, and I think it's going pretty good. Good. Let me know. You know, she just, has some... But just don't, you know... Don't move. I know you tend to move a little bit fast. Yeah, don't just move like, to Florida. Yeah, it's, don't move to Florida. It is a retirement village. I just like, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be your style. Allison? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. You know how your mom's best friends are lesbians? <laughs> yeah. That's not the only cutting edge thing about her social views. <gasps> wow. She has some pretty expansive ideas <laughs> about romance. She sounds wow. discreet. <laughs> a real discreet mom. <laughs> yeah. I haven't asked directly yet mm-hmm. if she's 420 friendly. <laughs> She would not even know what that question meant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse Boy, Detective. We have, of course, uh, sponsorship every week from the good mm-hmm. people who listen to Jordan Jesse Go and go to maximumfund.org slash donate to uh, become Jessie? members of Maximum Fund. Yeah. I guess she'll introduce herself. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. That's I messed okay. it up. No, See, I, you I, I did it, it the first time. You didn't mess it up. And then I didn't do it this time. That's okay. You're fine. You were, you know, you were hanging back. You're still in Jordan's chair as well. No, that's yeah, I true. Am. I, mean, I, still... I offered it to him. How's my the How's break? my stink? Is it wonderful? I bet it is. I'm bathing in it. I love it. <laughs> oh, I miss my stink. Anyway, Jordan Morse, boy detective. Allison Becker, classic interrupter. Hmm. 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 You were saying about the support for the show. Yeah, I mean, every week all the members of MaximumFun.org support our show. This week we also have a couple of sponsors, including our friends at Zip Re. Cruder. Jordan, what happens when a problem comes along? 
You must zip it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the official slogan for ZipRecruiter. And by official, I mean one we made up, and we haven't asked them if we should keep saying it. You know, Jordan, I'm a small business owner. I don't That's know if true. you knew that about me. I did me. know that about you. Um, you mentioned it. My senior management team and I had a meeting the other day. Well, you guess what we were discussing? Hirings and firings? Yeah. Yeah. You're fired. Oh, wow. Oh, this is how I find out. In <laughs> Allison, the middle of you're hired. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. It's all about who sits in the chair, isn't yep. it? It's the chair. Oh. No, you know what? Honestly, you're trading up. Beginning, <laughs> I get it. I get it, man. Beginning of the year is, yes. the, is the time when you got to consider your personnel. If you're a business owner or uh, you're working HR or what have you, you're thinking about who am I, Who got it? Who have I got to find? Sure. ZipRecruiter is the answer. They're going to find them for you. Yeah. Here's what you do. You go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter finds the right people and then invites them to apply for your job. Like, for example, they would uh, when, once I get rid of the dead weight over here, mm-hmm. uh, He's Captain Curly. Yeah, sure. No, hey, I get it. And I put out, I <laughs> put out a notice. Captain Curly. I put out a notice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need somebody good. I'm going to need somebody funny off the cuff. Sure. I'm going to need somebody to carry the show, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody that doesn't stink up chairs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, doesn't have a powerful chair stinker. Guess who That's what I call my butt. Guess who they're going to reach out to right away, Jordan? Chair stinkers. Talented, funny chair stinkers. <laughs> no. They're going to find, they're going to use their powerful matching technology to find the right people for you and invite them to apply actively. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash JJGo. If you love this show, show your support to it and ZipRecruiter by going to ziprecruiter.com slash JJGo. Uh, Jordan. Yes. We have another sponsor this week. We sure do. Our friends at Withings. Withings, the creator of the Wi-Fi Smart Scale. It uses electricity to measure your weight. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah, you meet your goals with it's a not Smart Scale. It's a bunch scale. of fucking springs and and counterweights and shit. It uses electricity and your feet. Yeah. How? It, it, here's what you do. It delivers your weight, BMI, and body composition, even... A local weather report. Now, what I thought BMI was mm-hmm. initially was a combination of bowel movement and too much information. <laughs> Just telling sure. someone about your bowel <laughs> movement. BMI, that's actually great. <laughs> yeah, uh, it turns out it's body mass. Body index. mass index. Uh, see why Tom's guide named Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale of 2018. Visit withings.com slash JJG for a special offer of 30% off any body composition scale. That's withings, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash JJG. Withings, giving people the tools they need to improve their lives. Uh, Their lives. (laughs) Wow. Lives. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, something else we want people to know about. We mentioned it at the top of the show, but let's give people some details. If they want to see all three of us and mm-hmm. they live in the San Francisco Bay Area or can get there this weekend. Yeah. Friday night at 7 o'clock at the Castro Theater in San Francisco, Judge John Hodgman. Then Friday night at 1030 at Cobb's Comedy Club. I know people who are listening, they're like, I got to I gotta lay lay my eyes down on one Allison Becker. That's me. I want to see in real life one of my favorite actors of podcasts, television, and more. 
Come on by. A TV commercial with Chris Fairbanks, I heard. That's right. My best work. (laughs) Uh, We are doing an all-new episode of Bubble, uh, the sci-fi comedy podcast, of which Allison is the star. Um, And I read, I already read it, and it's so funny. Oh, good, yeah. You Uh, gave me some lovely notes. There are some Allison Becker jokes in the script. Get excited. There's some some Becker punch-ups in there. Uh, guess which jokes they are? They're the good ones. Uh, we also got some. We got a lot of cool people in the cast, of course. Uh, Eliza Skinner, Cristela Alonzo, Mike Mitchell, uh, Jonathan Colton will be there uh, doing some legally dissimilar songs and some acting. He'll be doing an acting part as well. And Jordan, you haven't even mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of responsibility for me, but I'm actually the star of the show. Well, you are in a brief scene. Yeah, appear in a brief. I'm I'm top lining. I've got two juicy lines. Oh, you're an under five. Mm. Uh, My character's name is John Mattress. (laughs) Don't spoil it. Don't spoil that fan favorite character John Mattress is coming back. The Twitter is going crazy. Oh my gosh! Ooh, Easter eggs. We're also doing Jordan Jesse Go on Sunday, January twentieth at one o'clock at the Punchline Mm -hmm. in San Francisco. We will be joined. We can now confirm. We can now confirm. We will be joined. We can joined. now confirm. I just want to say <laughs> No, thank you. No, that was good. <laughs> we will be Rule joined. Of threes. Rule of threes. By our friend John Roderick. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And number two, from the hit television program VIP on HBO. <laughs> from Mr. VIP on Hobo. <laughs> Mr. Tony Hale. Yes. Yes. That's right. Your favorite Volkswagen commercial from the 90s dance guy. <laughs> Tony Hale. He was the guy who danced to Mr. Roboto in oh the God. car. No, wow. That. That's yeah. fun. Drivers wanted. Great credit. And guys, if you haven't been to SF Sketchfest, it's so fun. Like, it's worth it's making the trip. trip yeah. Up. Like, all your favorite comedians are there. Can yeah. I make a special call out? Please. Email jjgo at maximumfun.org if you're coming to the show or could come to the show and you play a musical instrument that you own. Yeah. You we... have to be able to bring the musical instrument to the show. It can't be a grand piano or whatever. Yeah, it has to be portable. Can't take what up What about an extra like a seat. tuba? If you have the tuba. Yeah. So don't that say block some views. Don't say I played yeah, the tuba in band but I no longer have a tuba. You have don't to have the instrument. Yeah. Don't waste our time. Follow the directions. Follow the directions. If you are coming or can come to the show and you have an instrument that you know how to play, email jjgo at maximumfun.org and tell Brian uh, what instrument it is, and how good you are at playing it. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. And remember, if you come to all three shows, on Sunday's Jordan Jesse Go show, we you will be giving- a badge. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'll be like eating pho every night on Yelp. You have to check in. You got to check in. Uh, we, will be giving, we will be giving away the original Destroy the West robot. The yeah. one that my son believes- to have been permanently broken, but actually turns out not to be broken. But we hid it for long enough uh, that we realized we could just tell him it was broken because he had sort of forgotten Aww. about it. Uh, uh, a little one piece day of pod- he will listen history. to this. <laughs> Our true and talk piece about it in therapy. of yeah. podcast history. For tickets, go to sfsketchfest.com. That's sfsketchfest.com. Um, I also want to mention, by the way, before we get, get back to shit, uh, the Put This On Shop 40% off holiday sale. Use the code JJGO40. 40% off holiday sale off everything except for fine jewelry. So if you need some of the Christmas gifts for my mom I didn't need, those are probably in there. 
Uh, go to putthisonshop.com. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker's still here. We got it right that time. Thank God. <laughs> we nailed it. Way to go, gang. Thank God. I mean, I'm still in the wrong chair. But... Wow. I offered him the chair you back. Did. The moral of the story here, Jordan, is thank you so much for all the years that you put into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got everything sorted out now, so mm-hmm. Allison can go ahead and I start this cool. week. Good so, paperwork. Is there a box I can like put my stuff in? No, you're going to have to carry your... boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a few bankers' boxes, but I think you're a television writer, so no, that's true. I do I need a separate box. <laughs> yeah, didn't get any of those boxes. Well, 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 I had a good run. Wait, no, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you get uh, fired from the podcast that you own half of, <laughs> uh, email us at jjgo at org with a voice memo or give us a call at 206-984-4FUN to share your momentous occasion with you, with us. Why? It's our signature segment that we've been doing a long time. Can't stop now. I'm doing different parts of this in weird orders, and I'm confused about what I have and haven't mm. said. <laughs> Let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest, I'm going to guess Janet Varney. Um, nope. This is Jared from Anaheim calling in with a momentous occasion. Uh, today at a service call for one of our customers, I was there to repair the service that they subscribed from us. Pause the uh, show, a- Brian. What's going on here? He won't, he won't say where he works. Yeah, that's what? smart. Yeah, but like you could job. say like cable. You don't have to say the brand name. Just say the ser- say the service. I have to assume that this is fucking related because I was going to yeah, say this guy this guy installs fuck swings. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I was there um servicing the uh, service unit. that I do. Oh, yeah. It's a fuck swing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I lied. I would oh, just like mommy. to say there is no shame in sex swings. No, absolutely so not. If that's why you didn't tell us, just let it out. Promote your sex swing on yes. the air. You've got a you've got a voice. How yeah. does a sex swing work? Uh, it's, it's a, a is it like swing? a sling? I think it's like stirrups. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. And... There's a place for the the butt. <laughs> yeah. And stirrups. Uh huh. The so... other person's strat. Well, depending on the the sexes of the two people, uh-huh. the bodies of them, uh-huh. uh, they get one gets on top of the other, and you swing back and forth while you fuck. So b- everyone is on the swing? Yeah, everyone's on the swing. Well, you think it's just one person like hitting and then swinging back? Like <laughs> inserting, so. swinging back, inserting, swinging back. Or just someone sitting in a swing jacket off. <laughs> so it's like Which a, is also allowed. Which I is guess. also it's allowed. Yeah, allowed. if you want to do no that. No shame in any of sure. it. It's like a hammock? It's all beautiful. It's like a, ha- a hammock chair that you can put your legs through. I only know this from like bad TV shows too. I've never used one. Yeah. I, there actually, there's a lot. There's a similar item if you sit in a certain section at Jimmy Buffett's Margarita. <laughs> there's like the, you know, there's the chill. Side. You know, you know where they got these things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
get those island vibes. So he's know? installing the sex swing. He says, "Oh, th- we'll just assume. Let's let's hear the rest of the call, but let's all just assume, unless we hear otherwise, okay, that this guy fair. is a this sex is swing technician. Only fair. This is a service call. He's lubricating the sex. Yeah, swing. Yeah, maybe right. he's yeah upkeeping it. Maintenance. Yeah. Sex swing maintenance. Uh, it's a cable service. I don't oh. want to get into brand names. And okay. Anyway, um, I saw that he had a couple of Sega Dreamcasts on the sideboard, and while I was waiting for the new equipment to boot up and lock on and all that good techno jargon stuff, um, and was talking about sex, how right? they were this cult. They had this cult following, and new old stock had been found and sold out really quickly. Uh, and he said, you want one? And I walked away from that job with a Sega Dreamcast and two controllers. So I'm stoked. Oh, and he gave me some of his games, too. So uh, anyway, that's my momentous occasion. Talk to you later. Bye. funny that we all thought maybe this was going to be a, a sexy call when, in fact, it was a fucking sexy call. <laughs> yum, yum. I, not to single you out, Jordan, but I do have a question for you. I, he said, <laughs> what makes you think I would be able to answer a question no, about a Sega have, Dreamcast? No, no, it's not a, it's not a Sega question. Okay. It's, and it's something that I think because of Jesse's antique knowledge he will know. But out, out of curiosity, yes. do you know what a sideboard is? Oh, because he did say a sideboard. No, I'm assuming Jesse knows what that is. Maybe I don't know what I was wondering what it was. Another word for it would be credenza. Oh, <laughs> do you know what a credenza is? Yeah, I can picture a, a sideboard. Is like if you imagine in a dining room mm-hmm. where there's in in a dining room dining room mm-hmm. where there's a long table, right? And then next to it there is a piece of furniture that is uh, covered in Sega Dreamcast that is not very deep that is up against the wall but right. relatively wide and and you could put food on there you put your, your china sure. in there Yeah people usually store their china How in many it. But Sega now people Dreamcasts will use them as TV can... stands Okay How many Sega Dreamcasts would you say could fit on a standard sideboard You could put a lot of Dreamcasts yeah. there Wow yeah. Which I have to say that I was disappointed by. How many this call. Sega Saturns do you think? You were disappointed by the call. Yeah, why? Be- because there was a lot of Sega Dreamcast talk and not one mention of the game Seaman. Right. It's where you have a fish with a human face and uh, Leonard Nimoy, and you talk to him and you try and encourage him and grow him up to be a big, strong, happy fish. Is he underwater? He's underwater with a man face. Yeah, and he's sassy to you. Interesting. Dreamcast was very weird. Very innovative. There was a little microphone that came out of the okay. controller, and you'd be like, Hi. Oh. You'd be like, Good morning, Seaman. I love you. And he'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, he'd look Very at you. I, yeah, I mean, I, Google I, image search Seaman. Oh, I will. I'm Make sure it. to spell it correctly or add Dreamcast, <laughs> but you're going to love what you find. By love, I mean be haunted for years. I think that, I mean, the good, I think a good way to describe, you know, where. What the Dreamcast is, you know, in the world of gaming is it is kind of the Bernie Sanders of video game consoles and that people really want to tell you about the Sega Dreamcast. They want to sit you down and explain to you why the Sega Dreamcast is ahead of its time, was ahead of its time. Anyway. What about the Atari Jaguar? I don't I do I've never not, even heard of that. Yeah. I don't think those people exist. I don't think you'll find a the Jaguar was ahead of its time person, but I could be wrong. What do you think prove, an Atari Jaguar? wrong. What do you think an Atari Jaguar costs? Like on eBay or something? Yeah, work. Buy it now. Buy it now. Buy it now. Price. B i n. One hundred and 
100 bucks. And what would a Sega Dreamcast cost by it now? Uh, I bet it would also I bet there are more Dreamcasts out there okay. so they're less rare. So okay. I think if you were buying a ja- God, what the fu- why am I talking about this? <laughs> if you were to buy a Jaguar, you would be buying it because it was rare. There Got are okay. more Dreamcasts. So this out guy there. was basically giving like maybe 70, 80 bucks. Yes, yeah. Okay. I think that's why a... did he have so many of them? That's a I mean, I think just because Dreamcast people are serious about them. Okay. They are really serious about them. So I think I could I could see this guy wanting to have one in every room of the house because people who are dedicated to that Or system... he just uses them as like tips. Like, oh, yeah. In the way sure. that I get like two dollar bills to give tips, he like That's fun. He's like, here's a second dream test. Yeah, just uh, don't tell you, don't tell your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just brings a box of them to a strip club and then just throws them onto the it stage. It never works well. Making it rain. <laughs> Jesse, are you are you eBaying Dreamcast? You can get a Dreamcast, my friend, for fifty bucks. Wow. Wow. 50 with bucks controllers, easy. it's the two controllers. Yeah, with controllers, the whole nine yards. Now there's and a some few. games. He threw some games in. Some games there's, in two games. There, here's Sega Dreamcast video game console with two controllers plus four games sold for forty six dollars. Okay, but wow. still a nice thing to give someone. Yeah, oh, very absolutely. You but what's them. the what else? Oh, uh, Atari the, Jaguar. I was going to say a hundred bucks for a Jaguar. It's probably. Let's take a, let's take a look. We're going to have to go ahead and take a look here, Jordan. God, I mean, we can't leave this unresolved. Video game consoles, filter, sold items, condition, (laughs) used. Used, sure. Holy shit. Thrilling. Sega, Atari Jaguars are expensive as shit. How much? Uh, They go for like two, three hundred dollars. Wow. I well, g- as no. Jordan said, they're rare. Yeah. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe there are Atari Jaguar people out there, and they're willing to fucking shell out. This one has Jaguar CD, and it costs $760. It sold for $760. Wow. Jeez, we got to get into the Jaguar business. Yeah, where's our Jaguars? What year did that come out? Probably like maybe 98, 99. Okay. Seems about say. right. Yeah. Mid mid to late nineties. What are your favorite gaming consoles? Consoles. Oh boy, I don't even know the word. Console. That's okay. I definitely remember you bringing burned CDs of Japanese uh, fighting games over to play on uh, my roommate Nathaniel's Dreamcast. Sure, I can talk a lot about this and feel bad about it, but uh, <laughs> I don't like this about myself. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing th- wrong with this. There's a lot wrong with this it. Is why it's our like audience wrong, loves it's you. A raw, it's it's a wrong way to have lived one's life. Why uh, being oh, a gamer? You and Nathaniel had a ton so of this, fun. I don't know. It's I don't I I don't like that this occupies the space in my brain. It was pr- you know what I can't do it again. You can't go. Do back. you still play anything? Uh, I do. Yeah, I still play video games. What do you play? Uh, I have a, I have a PS4 and I got myself a Nintendo Switch because my house got robbed and I thought I needed Aww. to make lemons into lemonade. <laughs> So I got to switch. It's a lot of fun. Uh, no, so dr- something cool about the Dreamcast, or not cool, but I think a reason why people collect them is because it was really easy to pirate stuff. They didn't have a lot of um, safeguards against pirating, so you could just burn CDRs of mm-hmm. games. So, and, and you have a big case logic wallet full of them. Do you and your gaming systems now play against like strangers that you talk to? Do you do that thing, whatever it's called, live? Uh, live play? I don't know. What it's once called. in a while, I do a little live play. I do a little live play. That sounds sexier than it is. Uh, not so. I like video games, but I do not like them enough to be competitive. Right. Because I think when you play a game online, it is and uh, kids get nasty. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like it is a lot kids. of mean thirteen-year-olds yeah. who uh, who don't do anything else other than play the game, and, and uh, they just yell at you, "Bitch, show me them nasty feet." Show me, and I gotta, and I gotta get on the webcam show and feats. show me my nasty, my nasty little tootsies. 
Don't show them. My God, those are yours. Don't be mean to me if I don't show them my tootsies. Yeah. Oh, mommy! You, you've never dealt with tootsie shaming like Jordan has. Yeah. No, do you get tootsie shamed? I do a little bit. Yeah, because they know they're so nasty. <laughs> they know them tootsie so nasty. I don't even know if this is still a bit anymore. It's, it's a, it is a bit. No, I yeah. do not play a lot of uh, games online. I play them, uh, yeah, I like to play a lot of one-player games, and sometimes my friend Maddie comes over to play Smash with me. Maddie's imaginary. No, he's not. He's real. You've met him. Maddie Smith. He comes over to my house. And we play Smash together, and we socialize. We're two men. We're social men. Great. He's, I'm I'm maining Incineroar. Anyway. We have another call. Move on. The I don't thing like about, this about myself. The thing about Seaman was, yeah. oh, here we go. if you don't take care of him every day, he gets sick and dies. Oh. So Does he die to... like instantly or is he like, I'm getting sick? <laughs> you yeah. failed me, Jesse. <laughs> Pretty much. And then oh, Leonard Lord. Nimoy's like, oh, you blew it. <laughs> That's intense. We got another call, Brian? Yeah, we do. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, go, guest. I have a moment of occasion and a moment of shame. Uh, after many years of not drinking, I was out of my company Christmas party today and I've made many strides in my life recently and felt much better mentally and thought, you know what, I can do this. I can make a return. I could drink again without feeling bad. And I didn't feel bad until I realized my tolerance isn't what it used to be and on an attempt to walk into the bathroom, I tripped over a tiny step, hit my head off the toilet, had my hat fall into said toilet, and in bleeding from my eyebrow. Uh, I made a swift goodbye to my coworkers, and I'm currently on the subway home because uh, I have a personal policy that when you're bleeding from your face, it's time to leave the party. Uh, but yeah, just I... In a momentous uh, moment of shame, I returned to uh, having some uh, drinks tonight, and it did not go as planned. Is that a super sad call? And yeah. a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. Wow. That I, was intense. For sure. That'll show him to attempt to drink in moderation. Yeah, but you do forget that your tolerance goes down. Fuck it. I, I gave I, up drinking for a few months and had a like glass of wine and I was like off my tits. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one time I uh one time I wasn't feeling well and I upgraded uh to the kind of the the fancy jet blue seat. Oh yeah, that like fifteen dollar upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's like a nice part of Jet Blue now and they, it was a, it was a very tempting amount of money. It was not that much money to upgrade to the nice ones. Right. It's like for it's like first jet blue first class right. they have now. And uh you know, they come and they just bring you some champagne. And you're like, And I'm like, Well, I'm not gonna not drink this champagne and I was like Whoa oh, from yeah. like a flute of free champagne. Because you're up high and you're dehydrated and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like you know I cut way back on my drinking last year, and I you know I had a I had a time where I could put them away, uh, but it like went away so fast. It goes away so fast. And I like also age. Yeah, also age. <laughs> and I have like like you know I have like two drinking friends left, and when I would get together with them, I had to be like, oh, by the way, I'm not fun anymore. I am not. I it's have to hard. go to bed very quickly. Yeah, it's totally hard. I when I and I'm. Luckily, don't suffer with alcohol from alcoholism or anything like that. But I was just like, I want to make a healthy choice and not drink for a while. Sure. And I did like a solid six months, and 
I was That's dating from, at uh-huh. the time, and dating is really hard without yeah. drinking. Were you like app dating? I was app dating, yeah, and like geez. you know, like so meeting guys for the first time with like and not having a glass of wine is like so hard. It's totally hard, <laughs> and I know, like it's it, yeah, it, um, uh, yeah, and it's it is amazing. What I also didn't like about it is like you cut back on it, and you're like. Ah, fuck, I feel better. Fuck, shit. Like, I know. Oh, they were right. Oh, they were oh, right. Exercise works. Getting sleep. Oh, what? Anyway. It's so true. Oh, it's maddening. You kind of want it not to work. You know, yeah. you want it to be like, oh, but that was fine. I wasn't doing anything wrong. Although I also gave up weed during that time, and I don't think that helped at all. That oh, sure, anything. yeah. I was like, nah, no, man. weed's don't, still great. Don't give up the ganj, bro. <laughs> But caffeine and alcohol, giving that up made me oh, feel better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely did a little coffee fast recently, mm-hmm. and then like had two sips of McDonald's coffee and had to like leave society. Oh my god, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. I don't drink a lot of coffee anymore, and I had a large one. I had to take my boyfriend to the airport early this morning, so I was like, I earned a large coffee, and I have been like, my heart has been racing all day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just sweating. That's why you're like... just sitting in any chair? You feel like. <laughs> He won't let it go. I just punched Jesse, out a camel at the zoo. <laughs> I wonder how, if I sat in Jesse's chair, it would have gone down. I think he, Jesse would have just been like, that's my chair. I want to sit there. Yeah. Right? I have self-respect. <laughs> I, well. Okay. I bought these chairs at the thrift room. store. That's true. Really? You got these at the thrift store? Yeah. They're real nice. Thank mm-hmm. you. They feel like in the chair that like a teacher would have mm-hmm. you know not the students but the teacher like the one good chair in the classroom no. every time I sit in them I get ready to take the SAT <laughs> I mentally go over my analogies <laughs> uh, if you've got a momentous occasion for us JJ go at MaximumFun.org for your voice memos or 206-984-4FUN for your telephone Calls. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. A new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for Maximum Fun. Hey, it's Jesse, the host of Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. I'm coming to Portland, Oregon. We're going to be doing a very special live episode of Bullseye, my NPR interview show. It's taking place Friday, February 15th at Revolution Hall. What are you going to see if you go to Portland, Oregon to see this show? You will see me live on stage talking with folks like Corin Tucker from Slater Kinney, director Lance Bangs, writer Bill Oakley, Simpsons legend. Uh, we will also have live music from Roseblood and live comedy from Katie Wen. It's going to be a blast and a half. It's also part of a big podcast festival called Listen Up Portland. Tons of other great podcasts are playing at it, too. Our pals, the Doughboys, among others. So, again, that's Friday, February 15th at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon, 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale now. 
Get them at listenupportland.com. And thanks. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, caffeinated guest. I'm glad you're so pumped. Uh huh. You've been doing a great job. Hey, thanks. So have you guys. Bring I don't know if energy. anyone ever like checks in with you, but I just want to let you know you're both doing great. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Guests don't usually tell us we're doing a good I know. job. That's, Fuck those guys. Yeah, thank you. She's not technically a guest. She's the new co-host oh, of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh well, well she's <laughs> Yeah, that's true. She's uh she, she's she's making sure I leave on a high note. Mm-hmm. Jordan, it's been fun, but you know, honestly, I think the show will be better. I'm going to listen. I'm going to subscribe oh, right now so because I didn't listen when I was on it. But now. when we came, when we decided to uh, split this show fifty fifty, mm-hmm. we probably should have come up with an exit strategy for mm. when you <laughs> sure. like get fired, like because you still have fifty percent equity. Yeah. So I don't know how your effect, equity affects sure. Allison. Allison's going to be working on salary. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished the session on HBO, so I also don't know. How. <laughs> Can I? Can you guys give me like four days to finish it? Yeah. Uh, four days? Sorry, I got a lot to do. What? You're not doing this anymore. Uh, me and Maddie have to play Smash. He's <laughs> real. Made I'm maining Incineroar. <laughs> okay. But I, I can do it in three. I All can probably do it in three. See? I can finish the session See in three. See how easy you cave, Jesse? We're like, sure, you can have four days. I was like, no. We don't have time for this. Yeah. yeah. This is, that's why. It's a session, baby. <laughs> Allison is here. She's the one who's read Art of the Deal, who knows <laughs> right. to make this thing work. Yeah. Get, yeah. Fact check. I have not read Art of the Deal. <laughs> Be very bad. <laughs> Thanks, PolitiFact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Allison Becker's read Art of the Deal. That gets three Pinocchios. <laughs> yeah. Pants on fire is yeah. the rating from the Washington Post. Um. Allison, we'll see you uh, at SF Sketch Fest. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be great. Jonathan Colton uh, is going to perform a couple songs. You know, he just announced a new album. I, yeah, sure. All 70s soft rock covers. Le- oh, that's and so cool. Not only are they 70s soft rock covers, they're 70s soft rock covers where he has endeavored to as exactly recreate the original arrangement as possible. Uh, which he is so passionate about. I have no idea why he's doing it but it is definitely art because i have talked to him about it and i've seen like his eyes light up and he says like i make every sound on the album that's amazing for this like normally covers are a different thing where you try and make it your own but he for jonathan this is about exactly recreating the original recordings with him singing and He's his passion about it is like palpable. How do you think his acting's going to be? Fair, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least you can only have one gift. Yeah, it, that's true. At least as good as mine. But the thing is, is he doesn't have to carry John the he, he doesn't John have to mattress. carry the burden of being the star of the show like that's I do. True. Do you know what the word star means? <laughs> yeah, sure. Just checking in. I also it's also called top lining. <laughs> okay. So you just have a false view of reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've read Art of the Deal, if that's what you mean. There we go. Um, okay, you know what? If for some reason, people haven't bought these tickets. A couple more, yeah. couple more guest stars to mention. Yeah. Blaine Capatch. Yeah. 
Uh, Gene Gray is going to be our fill-in narrator. Yeah. Um, Caitlin Gill, hilarious stand-up comic, Caitlin Gill. Sarah Claspel, host mm-hmm. of the Everything is Rent mm-hmm. podcast. And Nick Weiger. The oh, burger boy Nick himself. Weiger. Yeah, Nick Weiger's great. The burger boy himself. Can he act? No. <laughs> but he'll try. What are you guys excited about in SF? Just as a city. Oh, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, something that I think we're doing. Yeah. Because we're going to go yes. with Mike Mitchell to the Tonga Room. It's oh, my favorite tiki mm. bar. In, it's a ton of fun. And that I've ever been to. Yeah. Noted tiki enthusiast, enthusiast Mike Mitchell is going to be seeing it for the first time. Oh, Mike. He's going to lose He's going to flip shit. about the little boat that drives around the pool. And you know pool. it rains. Yeah. Oh, it's going to rule. That's great. what I'm excited about. I asked. So um, if you've never been to the Tonga room, it used to be the it's the room that used to be the indoor pool of the Fairmont Hotel. They mm-hmm. left the pool and now it's a tiki bar. And when I was there, I asked the manager, I was like, how often does somebody jump in the pool? Because it's no longer like for swimming. And he was like, ah, like once a night. <laughs> and I was like, are they banned for like life? He goes, no, they can come back the next day. I was like, oh, I'm going to jump in that pool. Which of the three of us do you think will be the most likely to jump you. in the pool? Yeah, I'll probably jump in. I'm a party animal. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, jump in that pool. Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us at SF Sketch Fest. You can find us at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. On Facebook, you can like Jordan, Jesse, go. Hashtag your tweets. Hashtag JJ, go. We're on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. Allison, you're over there on the on the Twitter, right? I am at the Allison Becker. Allison has one L. Good tweets. Good Quality tweets to you tweets. too. <laughs> Good tweets, milady. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.